Hello, everybody, and welcome to our fifth podcast, Marry Abroad Simply. And today, me and Leanne, say hello, Leanne. Hello. We are going to um, talk about the documents that you need to get married in Denmark. Um, so I just a quick history. Back in January of 2019, um, the, the process in Denmark changed. Everything is now done through the Agency of Family Law and it, they unified all the documents that you need. So it's the same documents for any town hall, location or venue in Denmark. Previously to that, it was um, each town hall had their own different document lists and things like that. But now it's all unified for one place. Is that correct, Leanne? <laughs> that is very correct. And it used to be a little bit of a nightmare because you would just literally make application for that one venue, one town hall. Um, some of them would only require passports. Some of them would require marital status. Some of them would require marital status with legalizations, And some of them would require birth certificates. But since going to the Danish Agency of Family Law, it is now one application um, and all of the documents are the same, and you can, if you're with an agency, switch between venues. Yes, exactly. So, um, exactly. We are always being asked which documents are required now to get married in Denmark because there's so much conflicting information on the website. Some companies and government offices haven't updated it from 2018. Some have updated it, but then it was actually changed again. Um, between now and when it changed. So we want to give you a completely correct, up-to-date, 100% accurate of what you do need in order to get married in Denmark. Exactly. So first things first, we will talk about the ID that you need. So the ID that you will need to, to send for your application um, is different between EU citizens and non-EU citizens. So EU citizens, you can send your either your EU ID card we would need both sides or the information page of your passport. Um, and that's what we need for you. For non-EU citizens, we will need every single page of your passport, even the blank ones and uh, a scan of the outer cover. Um, after that, for I, after ID, then we will also need residence documents. So if you are a, living in the EU on a residence permit... And then we would need both sides of the residence permit sent through. Um, what's after that, Leanne? Um, or if they do need to have a visa entry, then we would, we would need the visa for their entry into Denmark, um, first of all, before making the application. If they are um, from a country, for example, Brazil or Albania, who has a 90-day visa-free period... Um, then we will have to have a list of all of the EU comings and goings on the passport to make sure they're not over their 90-day within a 180-day period. Um, but if, for example, they entered uh, six weeks ago, then they do only have will, they will only have six weeks left on the license. So that just needs to be taken into account. But we do work all of that out as part of our job. Yes, and just to state that the the your passport, um, your your visa, like your entrance stamps and everything is checked on the day of your ceremony, uh, not on the day of application. So you need to make sure that if you are on a 90-day visa-free, that you have time to be, you're allowed into Denmark, into the Schengen area, um, for the date of the ceremony. It's not from the date of the application. Yes, that's right. So the um, the registrar will double-check. Yes. um, The stamps. 
yes. window for the wedding. So yes. there are no marital status documents any require, required anymore. There are no birth certificates Yay. required anymore. If you are registered as living together, and this is something that does confuse people. Yes, it does. When the Danish agency say registered as living together, this means you are renting there or you both have utility bills that go there. It's not that you are just staying with them, but that you're not an official residence. It's not a problem if you're not living together. It's not a condition of you getting married that you're cohabiting. It is just an administrational issue. So if you are, if you both put down you are living in Germany, it is expected if you are a non-EU, you will have a German residency permit and that you can have a utility bill or something with either both of your names on or yeah. a utility bill that is individual to each of you, but each of you with the same address on to show your living together. Yeah, it doesn't have um, to be the same document. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Otherwise, you are not living together in the interpretation that the Danish agency means. Yes. Um, what else is required, Sam? Um, um, if you have... Children. Oh, twinning. Oh, I was about to oh say God. that. If you have yeah. children together... Um, mm-hmm. and both your names are on the birth certificate, then we will need a copy of the birth certificate also. Yes. And this needs to be legalised. Is that correct, Sam? That is right. It does not need to be legalised. <laughs> it was... Well, <laughs> oh, is that a test? It was a test. Your little face. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was at one point, but that's a very, very good thing that that doesn't yes. generally need to come. There's always the disclaimer that they're allowed to come back and ask, but... No, the children's birth certificates, they just need to be translated into English. Yes, English, English, German or Danish. Uh, True, yes, sorry. Um, So, talking about legalisations, easy for you to say, then we um, get on to divorce decrees. Now, obviously... Or death certificates. Or death certificates. If you have been married before, if you are either divorced or widowed, um, then we do need to document this in the form of the full and final divorce decree. Now, each country produces similar yet completely different documents for divorces. Mm-hmm. So the 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 one way that that we have that we say is that it needs to be stamped and signed by the judge that either certified the death or um, or dissolved the marriage. Um, and it needs to be the original document. Um, some countries will issue shortened versions. Some countries will issue certificates. Some countries will will issue other things. So, you know, with the divorce decrees, it's send through what you've got. We can check it for you. You know, we've seen divorce decrees, I would say, from almost every country in the world by now, Leah. Which yeah, not I've a got lot quite of an exciting bingo chart, actually. Yeah. I do. <laughs> But really, it's pretty simple. I mean, they're all different, but they all are. They all have to have the same thing. It needs to be the full and final decree of divorce that states the decision cannot be appealed. And no matter where you are from, all over the world, whether that be a thirty-page document or whether that be two lines, um, you know, from the court, that is what it needs to be. Exactly. Uh, And if it's EU, America, Canada, New Zealand. You do not need it to be legalised. There are a couple Australia. of exemptions for that as well. Yeah. Um, but we check all those for you. But we will let you know if a document needs to be legalised, whether it's the single apostle or whether it's the three-stage legalisation. Um, and if it is not showing in English, Danish or German, then the legalised document in its entirety will need to be translated into one of those languages. 
Yes. Um, and the same goes for a death certificate as well. So that's divorce decrees and death certificates. Um, other documents that you would need is the wonderful relationship document. Oh, yes. This is actually quite sweet to write. Yes. I like this. Lots, lots of our couples, first of all, when we tell them about this, they're kind of like, oh, God, how am I going to do this? And then lots of them come back with these amazing um, documents, um, you know, and, and some, some couples j- just send all the bits individually through to us and we'll make them for mm. us, whatever. It's not a problem. Lots of couples really enjoy this process. Um <clears throat> And basically, it's just it's we call it a document, but it's more of a story um, of the relationship, how, why, where you met, um, photos of you two together, photos of you with friends and family, um, trips that you've taken together, all sorts of things like that. It's just a little document that either you make or will make for you, and you send us all the bits through um, that just shows it's just kind of like a little story of the document of the relationship. There's no right way to do it, no wrong way no. to do it. No, no. length constraint. No. Um, the brief is, though, we need to show longevity in contact because one of the reasons um, for the government office switch of documentation and one of the areas or the main area that they're targeted on is pro forma marriages. So they want to make sure that you are a real and genuine couple. So genuinely, it's non-EU and EU couples that are marrying that we ask to put this relationship document into place so that we can show that you have um, a long and valid relationship with longevity and contact. Yeah. Because that is the main area that the Danish Agency of Family Law is looking at. And and this is this is a required document. This isn't something that we add in extra. This is a required document on the application um, that mm-hmm. we make um, online that there's a section that you have to fill in you have to upload this document yeah pretty much um, yeah so and that's the documents it's a lot less than it is but it's it, well a recap it is your travel document so whether that be your passport or your EU ID it's your residency permit if you are living in a country that is not your own home country where you are required to have a residency permit it is your visa for entry into Denmark if this is not covered in the residency permit. If you have children together, it's the birth certificate of the children. If you live together, it's evidence of that with a utility bill. Um, if you are divorced or widowed, then it's the document that states that. And then a relationship document to show longevity and contact. We will also send you two forms that need to be completed, signed and dated in pen. And then we will do the rest for you. There's quite a lengthy application on the other side of the process, but we do all of that. Yeah, we do all of that. And also, never forget, never get scared by these documents. Um, it's completely individual to everybody. You know, as, as as soon as you let us know your individual circumstances, we will let you know exactly. So if, you, if you're like, oh, I haven't got that, oh, I don't know what it means by that, then don't worry about it. Let us know and we'll let you know exactly what you need. Yeah, that's what we do. So, and that's it really. So it's simple, but also there's a whole scan guide, which we will send you as the quality of the scans. Oh, Um, yes. But but we'll we'll cover that another day. But as long as it's a good quality scan with all corners and edges showing, but we won't ever put your documents in if they're they're not of the quality. No, no, no. So we'll let you know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. You found it useful. Um, and we will do some more very, very soon. Yeah, Bye. Contact us if you have any questions. Oh, yeah. Bye. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Bye.